All right, before we get started, just want to let you guys know this is not a podcast for your grandma. Unless your grandma like to talk shit like we do. <laughs> Let's go. Yo, first and foremost, you know what it is, a middle finger to what it ain't. It's your boy Rashim, and of course, my guy TZ. Welcome to another episode of Behind yes, the News. TZ, how you living, boy? Living, man. I'm living. I'm leaving it at that. Nothing else. Damn, bro. Just, just living. Just. Living. <laughs> I'm alive, nigga. That's hey, bro. You know what I hate about where we at in our lives now? When you What's talk up? to a, other adults. When you say what you've been up to, it's always fucking work. Like, why y'all asking? You're going to always get the same answer. No one else is doing anything else, boy. Man, you know, just been working. Yes. Yeah, I hear that. There ain't any variation, and I hate that. I feel like it used to be a lot more like you never really knew what you was going to get. Niggas you know not saying? doing shit else but working, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like we need to be working more on the podcast, but, you know, that's not here nor there. Yeah, it's uh, not here or there. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> what are we talking is, about today, bro? Today, today we are talking about mid-year, just a review, recap on what's been dropped already so far. You know, it's July, right? Still July. Mm-hmm. We're just going to talk about what's been dropped. Has it been a mid-year? Like, as in, like, mid-music has dropped mid-year? <laughs> I feel like it has been a mid-year, so this is the mid-mid-year album it's review. Like, <laughs> Mid-mid-year. <laughs> it's more like a recap because we're not going to really review these albums, but I yeah. will say, um, though I feel like generally it's been mid, it hasn't been bad. Yeah. It hasn't been amazing. Yeah, it hasn't and been amazing. I feel like we've had some amazing year. I feel like 2020 was an amazing year. 2020 was an amazing year, bro. Um, and I feel yes. like uh, 2021 has some notable projects. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would say it was amazing, but it has some notable projects. This year, going on seven months into this shit, like I Which just is- haven't. No project has left me with like, yeah, this, this, this is it. This, this shit is it. It's crazy because we've had drops from three, two of the notable, most notable artists in the game right now. We've had drops from Drake and Kendrick this year, and a little bit from J. Cole with the collab album, but nothing that crazy. But we're going to talk about it all, man. So without further ado, let's get to it. So, you know, there has been quite a few albums to drop. I mean, like we said, it's, this is the mid-year, mid-album review. So let's recap some of the albums that have dropped. Some have been good, some have been bad, but we're just going to throw them out there for you. So Corday dropped his sophomore album. Jack Harlow dropped his sophomore album. Earth mm-hmm. Game dropped Ghetto Gods. Lil Dirt dropped. Future mm-hmm. dropped. Gunna dropped in January. Drake just dropped the dance album. Kendrick mm-hmm. dropped out of after five years. Five fucking years. <laughs> Dreamville dropped a surprise mixtape slash collab project album. I don't know what they call it these days. Yeah. Kevin Gates <laughs> dropped. The Weeknd dropped. Kodak Black dropped. Brent Fayaz mm-hmm. finally dropped his heavily awaited album. Giveon mm-hmm. dropped. LMA dropped. I think mean, this is our first album in a couple years as well. Yeah. Vince Staples dropped. Lupe Fiasco. Saba. Joey Badass dropped. The highly awaited and anticipated sequel to 1999. Pusha T dropped. Also been sitting on this album for a while. Lotto dropped, which I believe to be her debut album, but don't quote me on that. Flo Millie. 
Rico Nasty, Big Crick, Crizzle, Country Cousin, <laughs> Chris Brown drop, Conway yeah. the Machine, Benny the Butcher, Fivio Foreign, I mean, New York niggas been coming hard, Lucky right. Day drop, Denzel Curry, Westside Boogie, Wiz Khalifa and Big Crit dropped the collab project, Currency drop, T Grizzly dropped, Kyle dropped, and Code of the Friend dropped. Now, now I'm sure there have been plenty of other artists that have dropped. We could have probably missed some. Um, feel free to let us know. But for the most yeah. part, we just wanted to give you guys a recap before we get into our own personal favorites. Now, yeah. I know my favorites that hold dear to my heart, and I'm going to defend them with my life. I'm, I'm, Rashid, I'm curious what you've been really rocking to this year so far, bro. Like, I, I really want to know what's what ahead you really bobbing your head nonstop this year so far. All right, so the favorites, man. I got to go with Lil Durk Reloaded, uh, 7220, Smacked, Big okay. Smack, bro. Like, I, I fucked with I ain't heard album. nobody say anything bad about the album. What's really crazy is I wasn't even a Durky old fan. I mean, I feel like this nigga Chico would die on that hill. Chico was like, oh, man, Durk, Durk the truth, Durk the truth. Yeah, he, I, I like, give him that, though. At least he's been consistent. He ain't yeah, he ain't been, like, riding the wave. Like, he been, he been fucking with Durk for a while. He's been consistently riding that nigga dick. So I do respect that Whoa. he has. <laughs> wow, like, damn, he went real explicit. Like, damn, you could just say he was on his nuts. Like, shit. Nah, bro, you said riding the wave. I feel like you set me up, honestly. Shout out to yeah, Go he, Talk, though. Yeah, shout out to Go Talk, man. We got to get on that podcast one of these days. But, um... Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been fucking with Lil Durk. I've reloaded. What about it that you like though? Like, give a, give us at least one or two sentences of what you felt about that. Why why does that make your favorite? I was not a Durkio fan at all. Like I said, Chico put me on, so I came in with like low expectations. But I feel like he still exceeded my expectations. That's me real. being a T Grizzly fan, I fuck with trap rappers that can actually spit, and that's exactly what he did on this track with a couple couple tracks uh also some notable features i mean i just feel like he slid on this motherfucker it wasn't like no singing dirt it was that mm-hmm. rap dirt. so i, I fuck with I it for that. sure i feel that also another one of my favorite albums man and this is something that i guess me and tz disagree with according to conversations we've had lucky Uh-oh. day slid Ooh. Lucky day slip in the mud because he didn't slide on his album. But go ahead. I want to know what you liked about it because maybe there's somebody out there on their last leg who who really liked his album too. I'm I'm first of all, I do want to say that he came with one of the hardest singles that the game has seen in a while. That's That's one of the best R&B songs from a. A male singer over a long time over sampling my nigga music soul child stupid. Stupid, but it wasn't even the hardest track that he had on here, bro. He had others that went Nigga. dumb. I feel like he, you disagree. I feel like he went <laughs> into his R and B bag. I think his mm-hmm. samples was good. The the production was amazing. Like I'm gonna I go back to this it. album, and go back to it. I think it was like consistently like went through. I think it flew. The continuity of the album just flowed to me. I fucked with mm-hmm. the last album has been my favorite that has lived rent free in my head for a while. <sighs> I hate to do it. I hate Ooh, to do it. And right after you mentioning Lucky Day, this is gonna be funny. I know, bro. <laughs> Yo, come home, the kids miss you by Jack Harlow. I fucked with that 
album. And I'm going to save my critiques and things like that for a little bit later where I have to defend it against TZ. But this is one of my favorite albums thus far of the year. What about you, G? Man, so you know, you already know how I'm coming. I honestly, I know most of y'all not going to really know two of these that I got to mention. So I'm going to start with the niggas y'all do know. Gunner <laughs> really exceeded my expectations. Now, I'm similar to you. How you felt a little dirt. I knew of Gunner and I've checked out his last few albums and I fucked with him. But none of them did anything that made me want to come back to him repeatedly. You know, mm. DS Forever to me really uh, capitalized on his rising fame, um, and then it continued some of the trends he was, you know, establishing. But I also think it, it did a really great job from a trap rapper standpoint of combining those mellow melodies and music, but also having that catching, uh, language pushing, trend setting music like we had with Pushing P. And then I just really thought the beats were really good. He gave me a variety; it wasn't repetitive, so. I thought it was good. The only thing you can really knock from a Gunner album and Gunner in general is that maybe he's not lyrical. But mm-hmm. for for trap rap and for an album that came out in January, like early in the year, the fact that I was even playing that that album throughout the year so far sends yeah. that it's really doing something right. So Gunner, good job. Um, yeah. Second head? album, you say what? Hold your head, I'm dead. Hold Fight that Rico head. nigga. Right. Put some boxing gloves on. But anyway, the the next album I want to speak to is uh, a name y'all probably haven't heard from in a while. Um, but this guy, these guys, really, really, really satisfied that the my childhood version of oh them. Like I, these niggas really came through. So the cool kids reunited for a very ambitious triple album project. Who's that again? Cool who who? The the cool kids, oh, um, cool kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Chuck English and uh, Sir Michael Rocks. Yeah, they did what they had to do on this. This is the first album over maybe eighteen songs that I actually like every track. Like I was shocked that I liked it, and I think what it is is they combined and they really took their time out making the production sound fresh. Even the cover art is clean. And then it's just like the skits were actually hilarious to me. I really liked the vibe. I thought they found a pocket with this. Now, it it did what it needed to do for me. And I know this album probably won't hit a lot of people's radars. But I think it was a perfect album for, like, the summertime, for those chill vibes. Their chemistry was good. And I also think they had some really nice, really nice moments. Um, So Mm -hmm. this is one of my favorite albums so far. Only thing I would possibly not is that I don't come back to it a lot. Uh, but there's nothing to take away from this album because it's a good album. Um, my next album I want to talk about is actually probably the most low key artist we will probably talk to today. He's actually one of my favorite singers of all time. His name is Maverick Saber, and he's a solo artist from the UK. He has been really consistent dropping music since the pandemic started. His solo album, I feel like it showed a lot of improvement in his songwriting ability. He has some really Mm -hmm. nice collabs and duets on here. And with it being a soul album, it really slows it down uh, from what I'm getting out of traditional R&B these days. So, like, it does what it needs to do for me. Um, But if you're looking to get into, like, that soul, that neo-soul music, and especially from, like, a male, soulful, raspy voice singer, Maverick Sabre is right there waiting for you. The last I I want to talk about, and I'm going to struggle not to go too much into detail because I feel like this is definitely an album that can make one of our year-end lists. So Mm -hmm. I'll I'll wait to go into depth. But my favorite album so far this year, amongst all the albums I just mentioned, is Vince Staples. Now, Mm -hmm. Vince Staples Mm -hmm. definitely exceeded my expectations. 
He came off an album last year. I think it was last year or 2020, but it, was it, it wasn't bad, but it left a lot of fans wanting more. And I feel like a lot of artists, when they get to that point where people criticize their music, they do one or two things. They get salty and they just they fall off completely. Or they they hammer down and like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna get you I'm gonna give you what you want then. And yeah. that's what Vince Staples did. Vince Staples came out here with, with storytelling. He gave you good beats. He gave you metal beats. He gave you stories. He gave you right. good features. The beats is good. He gave you shit for the summer. He gave you shit for thought provokingness. He got some of the best storytelling I've heard all year from rap music. So I Personally, I'm a huge fan of what Vince Staples did with Ramona Park broke my heart. And I and I see I see to piggyback because I think that's gonna make our best uh track of the year. It's gotta be at this year. point. Yeah, rap album. I think that's going to our best for sure. To piggyback on that, man, the production was stupid. My nigga worked with DJ Mustard, well known, you know, well known, obviously DJ Mustard. He also right. worked with a uh producer called Cardo, not as well known. Um mm-hmm. He's still pretty new, not much music out. Uh, but Coop the Truth. Now, Coop the Truth, now that nigga has become, he's doing everywhere. Summer Walker, Corday, Chris money Brown. Into <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Brent Fayez, Saba, Wale. Like, he's worked with a decent amount of artists. He's definitely uh, cementing himself as a producer. He definitely mm-hmm. slid on this album. I totally agree. The storytelling, the fucking, I feel like he, he infused that Cali shit. Facts. Yeah, and I'm like, glad you said that because ooh, I don't know if you want to go with best or worst next when we talk about these next albums. Yeah. But what I liked about Bob Vince is multiple artists dropped music this year where they capitalized on that West Coast sound. But to me, mm-hmm. he did it the best. You had Kendra that dropped. You had uh, West Side Boogie that dropped. They mm-hmm. both capitalized on that West Side. Just like you got New York and the East Coast niggas, Benny the Butcher, Fivio, and and um, Conway, they all capitalizing on the East Coast sounds. But when you look at all of these projects over the year, only one person can have the best project on that sound, especially when the sound be. becomes a trend. I feel it's like Vince did what an artist we will mention failed to do. <laughs> so um, with that, let's 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 switch it up, bro. Let's go with let's talk about the worst albums or all the right. most disappointing. I don't want to say worst because some of these aren't bad. They just didn't yeah. meet our expectations. You want to yeah, start? Man. I think uh, I think most disappointing. We got to start with Jack Harlow, and I I don't feel like this. I don't feel like this, but you know, I'm 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 a student of the game. You see what I'm saying? I, I know what the game is talking about, and they're saying the critiques for this album was terrible, like very very bad. The critiques for this album was it felt gimmicky, uh, felt like he was just trying to ride other people's prior waves, you know what I mean? So he, he sampled Destiny Child. He obviously sampled um, Fergie. He he did a couple other samples. Maybe he sampled Lil the, Wayne, too, I think, uh, Mrs. Officer. He's, he sampled one of those, like, um, like Carter Three era tracks, I think. Anyway, <laughs> like, to your point, though, he has sampled a lot. And I think it really kind of showed his approach with this album with the freaking lead single. And this is where I'm going to start and end it with Jack Harlow. I knew that he was going to have a lot to prove with this album when he had that song and it somehow went first in the nation. But mm. I personally think first class is ass. And here is why. Jester has parts of it that is catchy. But he literally himself 
couldn't even come up with the way to to rap out the rest of the lyrics. Like, he didn't need to. That's so lazy. I'm trying to think of how exactly he does it. How does the chorus go? I've been a G, throw out the L, section the A, M, uh, okay. O. <laughs> O-U-S. So you go so you gonna start this thing, what you gonna you gonna have a rap for it. If he had kept that flow, oh, I would have had way more respect for the song. But literally, the sample carries that, and no one else can tell me differently. In multiple moments out of this album, it does. Now, I don't think the album is is as bad as people made it seem. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I honestly yeah, yeah. feel like Drake had the best verse on this album. I just feel like Jack Back. didn't do anything to make this album the moment that the hype brought it to. And that's yeah, really the biggest fault. I, I think that's why they disappointed. Who else did that? A motherfucker by the name of Kung Fu Kenny. Now, we talked about this before. Ooh, I like the way you mentioned it. We, we covered this album before, and we talked about how it just ah, it was under par. And it's been some months maybe like a month, month or a mm-hmm. month and a half since we, we did that. And Kendrick is still living below <laughs> expectations. I have not revisited yeah, that album. It was I have so not revisited uninspired. It I mean, I, there's not a single track that I would go back to and just be like, yeah, all right, I'm going to listen to this. It's nothing. So I have, but it's like over time, I'm going back less and less. So I was obsessed with Mr. Morale when it dropped. And honestly, yeah. the second half of the album is great. Like, had he just did the second half of the album, maybe added maybe one or two yeah, tracks. It, to I me, agree. he would have had he would have released the album that was up to par with his previous music. But the first half, mm-hmm. and then just the pockets of just what it feels like uninspired or just not that level of music that I'm used to getting from him, it just it just wasn't it for me. And then I, I just keep coming back to some of the criticisms that I've heard from others you know, read specifically about how it felt like he was just, okay, what is everybody talking about right now? Let me make a song about it. You know, um, yeah. and that's where it kind of speaks to the uninspired. But there were some moments on here that were really great. Um, and I won't discount the album and say it's trash. That's one thing I, I don't think Kendrick has it in him to release something that's just trash. And I know we throw that yeah. around too much. But as yeah. far as disappointing, yes, it does not top any of his prior three albums to me. And to me, that's that says enough in that song. And we also got to do, you know, Drake in that. Got to throw Drake in there, too. So, like I said, two of the biggest stars, two of the three biggest stars, the three-headed goats to drop albums. Drake dropped a surprise album. You know, I, everybody was like, oh, this is going to snap. You know what I'm saying? But I feel I like it, excited. I feel like it fell below people's standards because it was an experimental album, you know, dance album, not really what people expected. And then you end... It's calling my oh, name. Yeah. <laughs> and look, and look, true, true to what we talked about, right? We talking about the most disappointed albums. I don't necessarily feel like it was a disappoint. Well, it was a disappointing album because I wanted more from Drake. However, I still slid with it. Like I, I love the the dance scene that he's like creating. There was plenty of songs that I revisit on a day to day basis. Um, but it was disappointing for sure. And then you yeah. end with like probably like one of the hardest songs. One of the hardest songs you've done with 21 Savage for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, that shit. Pussy. Yeah, I think um, I word for word pretty much agree with everything you just said. I think I don't think I would speak to that what made it disappointing, though. I like the album and I've told people since the Dottie dropped that I liked it. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think it's the first Drake album that I've listened to that listening to it more over time doesn't make me like it more. 
I think I'm actually liking it less as time goes, and I'm listening to the the album less as time goes. But one track, one track that's gonna make my top list of the year is Sticky. You can't put your mouth on Sticky. Sticky is hard. My mm-hmm. only issue though is he should have gave more stickies to the album because yeah. if you're gonna experiment, that's fine. I'm always a, I'm always appreciate that. But one of the best criticisms I've heard about this album is if you're gonna do a heavy singing non rapping album. Your singing needs to be up to par to carry that. And they felt like even in the in the scene of house music and dance music, the singing is the album isn't up to par for the genre that they tried to experiment to. And that is a very valid criticism. Yeah, like, oh, okay, you you are um a rapper and you wanna you wanna dabble in country music. Okay, but when I compare your country album to the other country artists, is it up to par or is it mm-hmm. I'm only fucking with it because you're a rapper first? So right. I think that's I think that's the most valid criticism coming out of Honestly Nevermind. But I feel like most people don't fuck with it because they don't fuck with dance music. And I don't yeah. really vibe with those criticisms because that means it's just not for you. The album is yeah. not trash. It's not for you. So yeah. I think you have to kind of be uh, discerning with this era of music criticism because mm-hmm. a lot of niggas gonna gonna pass off their opinion as if they really listen to it or they fuck with dance music and they just didn't like this. Yeah. You, you, it's gonna be hard to tell when it comes to Drake, especially because a lot me, of people I'm just niggas. don't like Drake. Yeah, no, I, I definitely get that, man. And uh, a couple other notables that or notable disappointments was Big Crit. He dropped the album that was forgettable. Um, don't even want to spend time on it. And yeah, yeah, that's your favorite. Artist. Nah, we, we gotta spend time on it because I don't want nobody coming at me like, bro, you said this about Big Crit. <laughs> Big Crit, I, I mess with you, but I'm glad we mentioned this right after Drake and Kendrick. It's literally the same thing. You experimented with a very melodic love mm-hmm. um, February 14th as album. And I think that's <laughs> great that you experimented. I think that's great. But there wasn't enough reps. Like, I love an artist experiment. I can I can deal with one bad album that you experimented on, especially when you got so much music in your career. But I always give enough to hold those people over who are yeah. into your older music. Or yeah. at least combine the different sounds you're playing around with and that's why I think Drake missed the opportunity to not make it more sticky. Sticky still had the instrumentation of the house music, but yeah. he just wasn't playing around in that pocket enough. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, an album of stickies with a random motherfucking summer, bitch. Like, that shit would have been hype. It yeah. got me hyped just thinking about it. I'm sorry I called y'all a bitch. But my yeah, point yeah. is... <laughs> bitch. Damn, what the... Jesus. My point is, we are at a time where a lot of these artists have been around since they first mixtapes, 2009-2010 era, Big Crit, Kendrick, and Drake, and maybe we just found them in a year where they wanted to do a bit more different stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's just I, I, is what it is. But you want to know the most disappointing album out of everybody that we just talked through? 100%. I'm surprised y'all. Y'all probably don't even know what I'm about to say. Corday dropped a shitty... <laughs> And it was promoted. It was the most disappointing album. He it came off a classic, bro. It was promoted so much. Like, he went on several different radio stations, freestyling, talking about my drop this album. He was on Instagram going crazy. It was like, oh, shit's about to slide. And then you just dropped some mid? Some it mid, very, bro? It was very forgettable to I was me. like, what the fuck? Never, never even came back to it. I bro. never came back to it, bro. And I hated that. Like, no, when I would try to come back to it, it's Jesus. just I realize these songs have no staying power. Yeah, like it's me. the songs I did like um, were like not even real rap songs. Like Chronicles with Herb was a very catchy song. That was a lot of people like that one. 
Mm-hmm. But that's only one song. I like the Parable song. He had a remix on there with Eminem I thought was cool. But outside of that, everything else is very average. It's very, yeah. it's, it's giving very average. It's Lord giving, Lord it's Lord giving Lord. mid. It's giving the premier mid album of the mid, mid-year album review list. Sorry, Corday, but that sophomore slump definitely took your ass out. As we talk about most disappointing, right? Like, and, and we get that. Let's talk about best, right? And we really don't have any worse. We don't have any worse albums. I think disappointing as far as it goes. We we don't feel like anything was just terrible. But we do have some best albums. What's some of the best albums you've heard so far? Uh, and we mentioned we mentioned Viz Staples already. That's 100% one of yeah, the best Viz albums. Yeah, Staples got to be on there. And if you're on your list, you a fucking asshole. Good but luck, um, <laughs> boy. But I'm, I'm going to give some love to the R&B. Before we get into any more rap, I'm, I'm going to go with some R&B albums that are what I consider some of the best. Now, you guys know I'm a giving young guy, but I don't think he has one of the best R&B albums of the year so far. I will, I will first start with, with my girl Ella May. Now, Ella May's mm-hmm. new album may have been a little under the radar in terms of commercial success. It didn't nice. sell as much as some of her, uh, I think her last album. But from just a strict R&B good music standpoint, she did everything she was supposed to do here. I thought it was a yeah. great follow-up. And I personally like it more than her first album. I think her first album had more of those smashing hits. But outside mm-hmm. of those hits, I really didn't play that album that much. I think this album is a bit more... Like the the great moments are spread throughout the album from start to finish, yeah, and I think as far true. as some of the leading ladies of this era, I think LMA has been one of those. But because her music hasn't been as consistent, consistently dropped, she's kind of been in like the in the background a little bit. But I think this yeah. album definitely reconsiders me putting her in that conversation. So overall, LMA was pretty good to me. What who else RB wise were you would you consider one of the best so far? Bro, let's talk about my man Brent Fires, bro. But Brent Fire. God damn boy that album sleep. Oh, look, look, bro, look. I've I've always been a a big critic of Brent Fayez, bro. I'm more of a Sonder fan than I'm a Brent Fayez fan. Like, that's that's just me. I like his darker music. Mm-hmm. But Wasteland? <sighs> Wasteland is giving me trilogy. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wasteland is giving me trilogy, bro. Like, the imagery I see Ooh, on okay. the dark sound landscape on this motherfucking slid. I love the skits. I love the message behind the skits and the just the evolution of a nigga that's being a player that's living his best life is being toxic, which we know Brent Fires for being the toxic king. He showed the dark sides of that. And I fucking love this album, bro. Like, ah, oh, I can listen to this album all day from, from front to finish, bro. No cap. It's, it's well, a I'm glad somebody can. Album. I'm glad somebody can. I I have been very vocal about what I did like about this album, but I definitely do think it's one of the best R&B albums so far this year. And I think when you come off a lot of anticipation, there's a lot more pressure to succeed. So if you meet most of people's expectations, I think that's a sign that you're doing good. The only thing I knocked about this album is that I thought the skits were too long. Skits. Um, mm-hmm. and I thought there were too many skits. I think he had enough songwriting ability and great moments and songs to where they could have told the story for him. Um, yeah. But I'm not a, I'm not against skits in general. I'm against a nigga putting a skit on an album that's five minutes long. Nigga, he was not <laughs> R. Kelly. Like, cut that shit out, bro. If you need a story that bad, write one. But don't put that shit in the in the, in the album, y'all. And none of y'all finna convince me that you finna be listening to the four or five, five minutes skit. Like, you not. Every so time. my Every thing time. is... 
every time. My it's thing lovely. is, when I took the skits out, I made a playlist where I took all the skits out. The album was a clear, clear winner as far as the R&B music album. Like, honestly, it is, it's really good. And I was actually at the uh, barbershop. Barbara was like, man, you heard any Brent? I was like, yeah, I did. This is off me coming off like, yeah, I fucking hate all these skits. And he was like, man, this shit is good. I'm like, yeah, this shit, you know, shit is pretty fine. Yeah, you know My point is, niggas is talking about this shit from all walks of life. This nigga is older. So I know if he fuck with it and we fuck with it, then Bryn did something right on this one. We also got to talk about the princess, a.k.a. what T-Pain said. He quoted this man as the, he got the princess complex. See Breezy now. Breezy album did slide. I mean, and I, I critiqued it a little bit. It was a little under par for my expectations for Breezy, but my expectations oh, for Buddy is a little higher. Yeah, I'm you've a, been a big Chris Brown fan for a while. Big fan, bro. I'm I'm wall to wall, you know what I'm saying? I say yo, you know, I'm I'm back self-titled. Oh, album. Man, I gotta go don't, back today. That shit go yeah, hard. Yeah, don't ever try to question me on uh, Chris Brown. But that being I said, nobody was gonna question you. I thought that <laughs> <laughs> Just throw that out there. You remember me dancing in middle school? Look, uh, I definitely fucked with this album. <laughs> definitely fucked with the album, bro. It really don't have too many skips. Even I definitely we're not talking about the deluxe. Let me go ahead and put that out there. We ain't talking about the deluxe. So we're not talking about no deluxe versions of no any deluxe. of these albums. No we personally deluxe. do not feel like those albums qualify. If you didn't release the deluxe within a week. Nah, we not we only talking about the original because I really hate the way yes. you're doing deluxe. But anyway, I didn't yeah. mean to cut too much into your. Oh, you good? You good? The the original of Breezy Slides it doesn't have much skip, if any. I guess my biggest critique is it. It sounds I miss the versatility that Chris Brown showed on Exclusive or Fame. You know, what I'm saying I miss that type of you know he gave different vibes. But even that being said, and that's a weak critique, he still gave me a few. He gave me some soulful joints. He gave me some uh, poppy joints and, and things like that. So I, I fuck with the album for sure. It's definitely one of the yes. top albums thus far. Easily. Yeah, man, and I and I I like the Chris Brown album. Now I'm not a, a crazy Chris Brown fan and not a Chris Brown hater. I kind of just just acknowledge where he's at and that he's one of the greatest R&B artists to ever exist. Um, but I, I thought this album was really good for an album to be 24, I think, original tracks long. 24, 24. And I mess with like 80% of them. That is a great average. Oh my God. Now, I liked the album and I thought it was one of the first R&B albums to release so far that really perfectly captures like summer R&B, which is what I feel like I've been really lacking a lot. I um, I thought he did really great. Um, I, I I love that there were features on here, features that were good, but I don't feel like it was dominated by features, which I think some mm-hmm. of his other albums could. Because you know, see. Little Baby would do that. Little Baby, yeah, like walk. you could definitely say that the other other albums have features that are dominated by. It, but I like what he did with it. My only major knock to this album, and I really hate when artists do this. Artists have a bad habit of putting their mouth on their album. Chris basically was like, oh, this album didn't sell much. Y'all didn't really fuck with it. Uh, I'm going to go back to being a nigga. That's basically what he said. Um, and I don't want I don't want rapping Chris Brown. I don't want Thug Chris Brown. Nah, I really no, don't, don't need that from him. Um, I honestly yeah. hate when R&B artists who are R&B artists first try to rap. So, Chris, get your head out your ass, bro. You did fucking good. As far as the selling of this era, nobody is outselling a lot of people. 
Kendrick yeah. sold less than J. Cole. Like, I mean, I know J. Cole is equal to him in most regards, but sales-wise, if you ain't dropped the album in five years, your shit should be selling damn near 500K easily first week. So if Kendrick not doing numbers and you have the best first week sales of R&B so far this year, why are you complaining? Take the dub, nigga. Like, damn. No, like, I just, I don't like that. That makes, that puts a sign taste in my, uh, my view of the album, but you know, one other artist that I want you to maybe speak to that I thought a lot of people have said was really good as far as R&B was The Weeknd. A lot of people like The Weeknd's project. Oof, 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 oof. Bro, I've always said that I've been waiting for The Weeknd to step back into his trilogy vibe, to step back into that old, dark Thursday vibe, House of Balloons vibe, and I feel like he did that. He still kept that pop landscape. And, um, it wasn't even really pop, more like a disco pop. I think it's a perfect, perfect way, like an old that. school disco feel to his music. So mm-hmm. I did feel that, but I still enjoyed it. It was very well crafted. And my man Jim Carrey on the mic, dropping the poetry at the back. What do you, bro? I'm like, nigga, they first of all, that late night storm. <laughs> 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 they have fun with it. I could tell the weekend is having fun with his career right now in these last few months. Might have set the bar of like getting these like well known, crazy, legendary actors to get on the album. But there's a difference between Morgan Freeman and Jim Carrey. You know, I was not expecting Jim Carrey to drop on a right. Jim Carrey ain't finna just do this for anybody. And I'm not saying that that Morgan would either. But yeah. uh, you know, another thing about about the weekend that I think a lot of not a lot of people appreciate. But he don't really need features. Like, he had two features on this album. And on his last album, I don't think he had any really. But my thing is, he is in a bag where he only needs himself. You know, compare mm-hmm. that to, like, a lot of people say, oh, well, he wouldn't have blew up. It wasn't for Drake. I think we can hurt that and say, okay, I'm just not going to collab with any of these niggas then. Since you, <laughs> since you think niggas that put me here, I don't, I don't want nobody on my shit. So I think um, I personally have not heard what others have heard about what they liked about this album. It's not for me, but I plan on revisiting it before the end of the year, and I'll see if I can get to the point where I like the album as much as everybody does. Yeah, I think the, I think the landscape is beautifully made, bro. Like, the production is crazy. It definitely gave you an old-school feel. Like, I'm riding around in the goddamn 70s in my, I don't know, Mustang, goddamn. I got a 70s Mustang, goddamn. It's, it slides, so I fuck with it for sure. So that's those are our best R&B albums so far. Um, who knows? We may get a scissor album by the end of the year. We may get an Ari Leonard's album by the end of the year. So yeah. um, there could be some other major albums to drop. But I feel like as far as some of the premier male R&B artists of this era, we've probably gotten what we're going to get. If Giveon, uh, Lucky Day, and Brent Fayash dropped, and Chris, like, you will have to enjoy yeah. that. But we may see some more from, from R&B now. As far as rap. We've gotten a lot of great projects and a lot of notable projects from notable artists. We could still see some notable uh, rap projects. For example, you know, you never oh. know if J. Cole may drop. And this is the perfect time for he to drop, considering the other two of the three have dropped some of their most uh, decisively bad music, you yeah. know. Um, more, it's the most polar albums they've dropped. So, you know, his his album could definitely, you know, do something. But before we, we close it out, I did want to briefly mention some of the other rap albums that I think are some of the best so far. 
Um, I think Future did a really good job for where he's at in his career. He dropped his most successful album thus far. Wait for yeah. you, one of the biggest and best singles of the year so far. We'll see That's if that album stands the test of time. Um, Lupe dropped a really good album. Um, I think being this late in his career and being so far out of the mainstream and all those projects will go under the radar. It'll be interesting to see if that album continues to hit the cool. rotations. Recently saw him live in Chicago. Really cool seeing him coming off the I think the 20, 20 year reunion, like 15 to 20 year reunion of The Cool, which is one of his best albums. And then yeah. Saba, also a Chicago native, dropped a really solid project. Now, yes. those last three albums, I don't think their spot at the best is as solidified as Ben Staples. But, yeah. you know, they are in the conversation. That's as much as I'll give them. Do you have anything else you want to speak to on those? Yeah, I mean, Saba should slide a few good things, bro. Favorite tracks got to be Survivor's Guilt. Uh, T Herbo and Saba feature is flames. Facts. Always. Like, that, that shit crazy. And, and the title song, Few Good Things, it's just amazing. So Saba definitely did his thing. All right, talk about Vince Staples. I don't think anybody's going to top Vince Staples. Uh, just just off rip. I don't I don't think so. Maybe J. Cole. If J. Cole dropped this season, maybe. Um, Saba did a great job. It really reminded me of Tyler the Creator level of creativity and just I feel that like riding that motherfucker, creating your own story and just sliding the whole album with it. So I fuck with it, man. But that is that is it, bro. I think it's been a mid year, mid, mid. <laughs> Mid, mid, mid. mid mid year album catalog. I mean, even, even with our our favorites and our best, I still feel like it's falling short of like a twenty twenty type of year so facts. far. Uh, and I have to revisit T Grizzly album as well. I think T Grizzly just dropped, and we'll, we'll see because T Grizzly don't miss. Um, and I, I felt like it was just a T Grizzly album, uh, but. We'll see if it stand the test of time. It could rise to occasion, but mm-hmm. no hits and things like that. It's just gonna hurt you every time. But it's been it's been a mid year. It's been a mid mid year. Yeah, and and I'm I'm wondering if it will get better. I mean, but we've seen so much. You know, at the end of the day, every year can't be the best year of music. You know, so it's I can accept a mid year. At least it's not trash. You know. Yeah, um but I do, I do want at least one project that is easily like that easily stands That's above it. all from a mainstream yeah. artist, and I yeah. really want that to be J Cole. But um, you know, we'll I'm, I'm also very really holding out that SZA will drop a, a a project that is worthy of this long fucking wait because I'm really up. I've really had it up to here with her, and I'm gonna walk in there with TDE, my motherfucking self, and pull that album out myself. Like, come on, dog. Like TDE, your fucking release schedule is ass. And if you ain't learning from this fucking Kendrick rollout, that yeah. shit don't always work letting niggas wait that long. That Rihanna drought, bro. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't Rashad, he dropped and he he met everybody's expectations, but you know, he had some shit happen. And I would say, I would blame TDE for that. I would blame TDE for that because had y'all not made him wait so long, niggas wouldn't have been on that type of energy. That's all I'm saying. I'm dead. But- <laughs> anyway. Yeah, bro, that has been that has been our recap, our review of the albums that's dropped so far. Let us know what we missed. Let us know uh, a couple albums that you think could top. I know Kyle dropped. We didn't mention Kyle. It's been some artists that dropped that that maybe you feel like can add to this list. And let us know how you feel, TZ. What you feel, man? Final thoughts. 
Final thoughts, man. Um, I like what I like this year. There are some of the low-key artists who have really exceeded my expectations and have killed it for me. However, on the mainstream side of things, I'm a bit more on the disappointed side. The artists who I didn't expect so highly from have done it. The artists I expected highly from have maybe taken steps back. But I, I will always respect some of my favorite artists experimenting. I can never knock you for that because I know the next album going to be fire. Drake, I know you're finna drop Scary Hours 3, I think. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Kendrick, I know you're listening to the criticism. Once you take them crown of thorns off your head, I know you'll actually be able to think right. So I'm, I'm looking forward to where we go from here, bro. What about you? For sure, man. I think, I, I think I'm excited for what we can see maybe later this year or even next year. Hopefully Cole drop. He listened to Behind the Muse right now. I text him. Uh, so hopefully he does drop. And we'll, we'll see what it is, man. But outside of that, man, We'll catch y'all. Peace.